If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. The Knot is where you'll find vendors for every wedding. Floral to fawn over. Cakes you almost don't want to cut. Oh, it looks so good. DJs to drop it to. Venues worthy of your grid. Photographers that make every hour golden hour. Really, vendors for any vibe. With the help of fresh reviews and a few useful filters, you can find your vendors faster than you can say, I do. The Knot Vendor Marketplace. Find vendors for every wedding at thenot.com slash audio. Shaq here, spinning fast-acting pain relief for 2024 with Icy Hot. Take it from me. Sticking to your new workout routines can lead to sore muscles. Icy Hot starts working instantly to dull the pain with the icy cool sensation. Then, the warming sensation relaxes it away. Feel the power of Icy Hot's contrast therapy. Ice works fast. Heat makes it last. Icy Hot. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IonNWSL.com. Everyone and welcome back to Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. Today we're gonna be covering Never Have I Ever, season four. That's right, final season, baby. Episodes two and three. Yes, we're gonna be doubling up on these middle episodes until the finale, basically. Because listen, we're not trying to be here ten weeks. I know y'all aren't trying to be here ten weeks. We definitely are not doing multiple podcasts a week. It's just not us. So we're going to be doing two episodes together. And I think this was the best way to start it because these episodes, meh. But before I go any further, your toxic faves, like I say, are back. Okay, we're going to be back. We're not breadcrumbing you. We're done. So I'm your host, Sasha Joseph, joined by my co-host, Chappelle. Welcome back. We're we're here. We made it. We did it. Season uh, four, episodes two and three. This is going to be a good time. Uh, Sasha, we're about to get into Chaotic Davy. We haven't Correct. quite got there yet, but these two episodes are like the last two before yes. this season gets really, really real. Yeah. It, it, oh, my God. It's just I forgot how irritated I was at the first mm-hmm. half of this season and now I'm like oh god I don't even get to like move forward and finish it all and be okay with it but I yeah I'm just I think every episode the more like again I think I'm party of one maybe I'm not 
But I'm just like, I wish that Paxton would be the end game. Like why, you know, in, in my heart, I just want that. And I know it's not, it doesn't really make sense. But I just, I don't know. Like Paxton is back in these two episodes. I feel like things are moving, but not in the right way for a girl. Yeah, when Paxton came back, was your first instinct thinking, okay, Pat, we're about to get the Paxton Davy story, or did you think, oh, this this means that they can poss- they can't possibly be together? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, when he decides to come back and potentially work at the school, I knew, okay, that's the end of that, because Davy's not gonna be dating a teacher. Right. So here's what I thought. Okay. So I thought they're like literally washing their hands of Ben and being like this. We got to, you know, end this. Ben gets his happy ending with Margot. Right. And is going to be with Margot. Get him out of the way. And I think that Paxton gets to be the like we work on each other still you know what mm-hmm. i mean where i yeah i agree i don't think they would have dated this year but i think it would have been a like davy figures herself out and they help each other figure each mm-hmm. other out and then when she graduates it's like uh it's always been you you help me walk right like blah blah blah. <laughs> you help me walk is <laughs> super romantic yeah. even though it has nothing to do with romance at the beginning no. <laughs> um, but but yeah you're probably right i think the story could have easily went that direction just based off yes. of the first episode too with ben is saying we're not good together davy we don't yeah, make each other yeah, better yeah, yeah. we make each other worse and then by this episode him saying i don't i can't even talk to you anymore you know um so they mm-hmm. had room to go in that direction but i'm interested in trying to figure out why they decide to maybe go in a different direction. Yeah, and and we'll get to it, but it's just, I mean, y'all have already watched it, please. Let's be serious. But mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I, I'm getting a little frustrated with Ben, um, or rather his character, if that makes sense, like his character arc, because I just, this doesn't feel like Ben anymore. Like, it doesn't feel like that, the, like, annoying, silly Ben. And I just feel like he's almost going into, like, a little bit, we talked about this last episode too, but a little bit of like, I don't know if misogyny is the right word, but so, like dumb teenage boy hood where I just feel like he's pitting women against each other. And I like, <laughs> like be a grown up, and it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I was getting that maybe because I have a little bit of that in me. Who knows? Ah! But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I think Ben might be maturing. And I think a part Let's of him see. is saying, yeah, I think a part of him, even in these moments with Davey, where there might be some conflict where Davey's like, no, we can still be friends. And Ben is saying, mm-hmm. actually, we can't even talk. And, you know, and like I said, initially watching it, of course, I'm team Davey. So I'm like, what are you talking about, Ben? Grow up. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also like, well, he's not wrong. When, when does anything good come from the two of them being near each other, talking? I mean, even in these in these last two episodes, um, they've had so many misunderstandings. They've hurt Margot in several different ways. They've accused, they basically almost got the girl suspended from school just based yeah. off of their own petty nonsense that's trickled over into their lives. So I don't know. I mean, maybe Ben's just getting older and he's not the same goofy kid that he used to be. Okay, that's valid. That's valid. I I I see your point. I don't know that I agree with it, but before we get too deep in the weeds, I think it's time, you know, as always, everyone, make sure you're leaving us a five-star, five-star only review. Please help us out so that we can get as many people as we can to listen to this final season. We're so close to the end. We just want to end on a great note. Five-star reviews, please. And subscribe to the Never Have I Ever feed. So if you haven't been listening on the Never Have I Ever exclusive feed, but you're on the silent podcast feed, that's great. But make sure you're on the Never Have I Ever feed so you get just our content. 
But yeah, anything else, Chappelle, before we get into it? Nope, I'm ready to jump in. Uh, we got two episodes to knock out. Yes. And, uh, not that much time in front of us. So let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> Love it. So yes, let's get into episode two, Never Have I Ever Gotten Sweet Revenge. And I, this opening is top five openings, period. Because they're all staring at the car, right? It's the matriarchs and Davy. So it's Nalini, Nirmala, and Davy just staring. And Patti has lost her mind. I just want to mm -hmm. make it clear because what is going on? Um, and Nalini's just yelling at her to be like, I need you to be responsible. You're going to pay out of this because wh what happened, right? Like, wh why did this happen? Were you a stupid bitch? <laughs> That's the best line of the entire season. Uh, it just 100%. is. It is because I, I, I appreciate the relationship that uh, Nelani and Davy have now, to where they can talk yes. openly like this. Um, because in the past, it would have been Nelani yelling like, "Davy, you're so responsible. You ruined everything." Da 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 da. And Davy being like, "Mom, you don't understand me, X Y Z." But this time, she's like, "No, Davy, I actually do understand you." Tell me, did, was this you? You know, because at this point, I'm too old. You're too old for me to just be shouting at all the time. It's your responsibility. It's your car. Just be straight with me. Were you a stupid bitch? And David's like, what? Me? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? And of course, we know that Nelani is probably onto something. And I love it, right? Because Nalini is like, oh, the way you're talking about this girl, yeah, it gives me great confidence to think that you're not a stupid bitch. Obviously, all sarcasm because <laughs> she is moving mad. And I just, I loved how uh, Nalini was like, you got a hate crime? Yeah, not with this hate crime shit again. That's my mom. Like, she, she does <laughs> this to me all the time where she's like, you're always into some nonsense. And then... She, Stop blaming the like liberalism. Mm -hmm. My mom's tired of it. She's like, no, this You're is like just you system. being annoying. Your mom said, grow up. <laughs> yeah, literally. My mom is like, system, we're model minorities, baby. <laughs> but it's just truer words have not been spoken, I swear to God. And I don't know if this happens with you um, in your family, but this is, I feel like, definitely an Indian thing or like a South Asian thing where if something happens to you, right, you get in trouble. That oh, yeah. why did this thing happen to you? Like, if you get sick, you're like, well, were you out in the cold with your hair wet? Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. I, I don't know if it's uh, is cultural or what, but yeah. I definitely, I've always, uh, like, I never get the benefit of the doubt, ever, at any point. Like, I'm like, I call my mom right now and be like, listen, the car, it, somebody ran into it. She's like, well, where did you park it? I yeah, exactly. It well, were you all the way to the parking spot? Because you know you don't. Sometimes you park over the lot. Yep. Like, instantly, like, lady, listen, just take my word for it. I'm telling you, the person who hit my car was a stupid bitch, and you just have to take my word for it. But my mom probably would be thinking the same thing. What did you do wrong? Correct. Like, it, and it's constant. This was me in high school, too, where I'm like, yo, just like, how about we have my side? Never. Couldn't be me. Mm -hmm. So it's just, again, be relatable, Mindy. Like, I can't. I, I just, I don't appreciate it being so on point. So, of course, Nirmala's also pissed off. Because Nirmala's like, she is a stupid bitch. Let her drive around <laughs> with this. <laughs> 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 no. If, if my grandma ever called me a stupid bitch, I would be on the floor dying, laughing, number one. Uh, but also, I would be in shock. That's so, what but I was going to say. I was like, I think you could perish me, it's time. Yeah. I think it's just four seasons in. Everybody's sick of Davy shit. You know? Yeah, uh, like literally. We, 
Everybody, they're like, Davy again, okay, look, we don't even have time. It's, there's no room for dramatics this time. Was this you or not? Because if it was you, let's just get there. Let's just get to the point. We don't have to do all these, like, hijinks and wackiness. Let's just talk about it. If you were being a super bitch, just say it so we can move on. Nirmala is just such a mood. Like, every time I'm pissed at someone, <laughs> this is how I am. So I, mm. I, I hear you, Nirmala. I see you. But anyway, all of this to say... Nalini finally is going to have her child's back to say, actually, this means that she has even more reason to write stupid bitch on your car. So let's go to Principal Grubbs, which, again, I feel like is growth for our both this mother daughter relationship. But here's the thing right before we even get to Principal Grubbs, can my child, Davy, take one breath to understand that everything will come out if mom goes See She's so slow, Davy. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> Sasha. It's just like it's sometimes you have to hold the L because there are bigger yes! L's if you get Thank the you. involved. Because <laughs> um. I don't know about you, but I feel that Davy got off, got almost got free oh, with what 100%. happened. Hundred percent. Yeah. The same melody. Right, like, cause she goes, so she goes. They all are in Principal Grubbs' office. Mr. Ramos is also there. Margot's dad, which I was like, mm, uh, a semi-attractive man, and I love that. Um, Nalini only gets men of color. I very much appreciate <laughs> that. That is very new. <laughs> nobody else. I guess yeah, Mr. Kulkarni, but he's missing in action. Yeah, I know when I saw this man, I was like, okay, he doesn't make it to the end of the season because there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, common made it? Yeah, and then we never saw him again. That's so... real. Oh, God. Wish about Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> he really had to sound it out. He was doing um, his best. Bless there. his heart. Listen, common mm -hmm. is community dick. Like, every everyone <laughs> has dated him in every movie. Queen Latifah, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God just right anyway so <laughs> so all of this to say like principal grubs like they've gone super fbi a law and order svu you name it it's happening and we find out that this is all for ben gross and again it just Nalini is MVP because she's she does the like doll like baby action and she's like mm -hmm. Ben Gross with the like a little like a child baby. like a little baby <laughs> <laughs> and Principal Grubbs is like yeah even I had the same reaction <laughs> yeah it's all coming out see that's the thing Davy goes in here to be like Margot should be in prison for what she did oh my god this is criminal X Y Z and then as Margot starts to tell her story you know like after you you know you threatened her and you yelled about yeah. her boyfriend's genitalia whoa now Melanie's looking at you like wait a minute this is over Ben Gross's genitalia what's happening here I'm really shocked that we didn't get more conversation about this Sasha. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did Davy get away with it? I'm assuming one, Nalini was embarrassed. But the mm -hmm. thing is, if I embarrass my mom, I'm in seven times more trouble than I would be normally. But it is what yeah. it is. And secondly, I guess we do come, you know, like it turns out Margot has an alibi. So we're fine. But Nalini says, great, you're going to now pay for this because your actions have led to this. Yeah. They said, somehow you did something that, like, even if it wasn't Margot who did it, you did something to piss somebody off. 
Davey. And so now you have to pay for it. And it sucks. Margot's alibi is weird. She says that uh, one, she didn't have, uh, she she uh, was in class or whatever, was helping that one teacher. Uh, and then mm-hmm. two, she has horrible handwriting. Now, the horrible handwriting, Davey seems to forget very quickly. But the idea that this girl is out here had an alibi because she was with the teacher, it is what gets her off in this moment. I just find it very weird that afterwards, Davey and Melanie are able to stand in the hallway and talk about, like, so really you were yelling about Ben Gross's genitalia? And, and Davey being able to play it off and Melanie just being like, okay, bye. Like, I, I don't know if she's, like, she's grown, she's going to talk about genitalia at some point, maybe, or maybe she's saying, I just don't have it in me. I'm, just, I'm tired, y'all. Like, just let her have it. That's what I think. Because I asked my mom, right? Like, one crazy enough that I only got detention once. I think we've talked about this and it was because I had my phone out at lunch. So mm-hmm. I got detention for it. Um, I got grounded for a week because mm-hmm. I had one day detention. Yeah. So it's just my point. I, I don't get it. And I'm jealous mm-hmm. that she's getting away <laughs> with it. I'll say that because I'd be in hell. Like it's just oh, no, no way. I was grounded all the time, like almost yeah, around the same. clock. It's a, it's, same. it's a worry. Oh it's like it's a wonder that I was able to do anything that we talk about on here because I was Correct. constantly grounded. Um, That's why we talk about to, college, not high yeah, school. Yeah, for sure. Because dear God, because we weren't there, we weren't in high school, we were at home. <laughs> 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 oh God! At home reading books because my mom used to roll the TV out of the room. Um, oh, it was on a, it was it was on a, like a stand. And so I had a television in my room. And so she would just like push the damn stand out of the room and I wouldn't have TV for weeks at a time. I was like, looking back, I talk to my mom about this all the time. I'm like, looking back, you really stifled my career as a journalist because look at me now talking about television shows all the time. I get paid to talk about it. It's, I could be so much better had you not just gotten in the way of this. You should have just let it happen. My mom said, because I also yell at her about this. She said, um, actually your eyes are ruined so i don't know what you're talking about and then she'll go <laughs> on a whole rant about how i'm so blind and that i'm because not even you. good enough for a podcaster to do it full time wow yeah These i get moms listen you can't let my mom would never take an l right like if i try <laughs> it like it's a wrap <laughs> like mm-hmm. i shouldn't and that's what happens here where nalini says you know what? i'm just so tired of your shit like the point mm-hmm. is you're gonna pay for it and figure it out goodbye that's the thing. My stepdad, thankfully, would have stepped in and helped me out here and really mm-hmm. cleaned it for me. But, you know, there, there is no stepdaddy yet. <laughs> yeah. And then Davey had a job in the summertime, we find out. And so yes. she has money. So Nelly's like, I don't know what you're saving up for, but it's going to get this car fixed. So there you go. Which is unfortunate because there is another thing Davey has to pay for. But we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a second. Then we get the second story where Fabiola, uh, Fabiola is trying to figure out why no woman is joining the robotics team. And Anissa is like, well, oh, hello, Anissa, by the way. Right. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, Anissa, you know, says like, listen, it's a bunch of incels with toxic masculine energy and it's driving away everyone. Fabiola is in a tizzy for the rest of right. these two episodes. Which is crazy because Fabiola, open your eyes. You know this. You know this about your surroundings. I think she's just gotten so used to assimilating and trying to just be like, a part. Like she knows that she's like above and beyond the rest of them. And then mm-hmm. if she wants there to be a robotics club, she has to deal with some of these nerds. And it's easier to just like roll her eyes and continue what they're doing if she wants to be great. But Fab, you got to step away from this for a second and say, do you look around? 
these these people suck. They all these all these nerds. They they're trash uh, in so many ways, and nobody will want to be around them. Hell, you don't really want to be around them. You just want to do the robotics thing. That's why your and only friend smell. in the class is gears. Yeah, and they stink. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, Gears is literally her only friend. That's why she's been blind because we get a few like flashbacks later on. Maybe we can wrap this quick up yeah, really quickly. Yeah, quick um, yeah. But basically, then Fabiola goes on a mission to really like find the girls. Um, and she goes into the the science club or like the STEM club, and she gets you know again told to her face, "Were you in charge last Monday? Because that that's when uh, they were dragging me." And mm-hmm. Fabiola's like, oh, okay, it me. So she yells at the boys and she's like, absolutely not. We're not going to be doing this. And Eric, if you think you're that great, explain to me this like really convoluted um, system. Eric has no answer. Yeah. And it's ironic because Eric is the one who's saying, Fabiola, we're not gatekeeping robotics. You're just, you're just the exceptional one. It's you're the good one. You're the only one who's up to par. When again, she's above and beyond the rest of them, so it's it's very weird for Eric to be saying that, but it's not out of the ordinary. You know, this no. is probably just a thing that comes with working in STEM and other male-dominated fields, where you have some man trying to validate you and your skills when they're not even validated in their own. Kamala, yeah, it's yeah. it's all it all comes back, and oh, I would have loved that. This just came to me. Yeah, Fabio could they have Kamala. just spoken? Exactly. Yeah, that would have been a really beautiful women in STEM moment. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. See, oh my god, sorry. I'm just like, getting so irritated because they did Kamala <laughs> so dirty. They like, did. And, not and even a side who we character. Just past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like worse than a side character. Uh, but anyway, you know Sherlock Holmes apparently over here, Kamala. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we we get a whole moment, but you know, fabulous. Again, takes her stand, and the the girl that um, was honest about what was going on does show up to robotics club, and turns out more girls are going to join, and they all the boys are going to wear deodorant, which like my god, bare minimum, bare minimum. Uh, I just know it smells crazy in there, you know. Like and Fab 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 Fabiola to be able to ignore that, she has like just. The, the patience of, you know, like, just like a saint, you know, like, how Correct. is she able to do this? But good thing she worked this out and they're going to be able to bring in some more girls for to be in the class because this is just ridiculous. And she's about to graduate. So she can't mm-hmm. leave the robotics club in disarray, right? And in, in the hands of this smelly group of boys. And they're all fools, right? Like, they're all pissing me the hell off. So, mm-hmm. and, and again, Eric gets a whole storyline dedicated to him. But here we are. Whatever. I'll be fine. So that is it. That is like a Fabiola story kind of wrapped up in these two episodes. And then we get a moment, right, where Davy is with Professor Warner, who is her academic advisor, a role you have played for many people. And Mm -hmm. uh, Professor Warner is now, you know, they're excited. They're like, we're going to Princeton, very ready to go. But. You have to go on a trip, okay, with all the honor students get to go to, which I was like, is this normal? And there is a a group that Professor Warner leads where all the honor students get to go to the East Coast only, apparently, for uh, to look at all the Ivies, I'm assuming, or just in New York. No, just the Ivies. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Because are the Mm -hmm. Ivies only on the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Sanford is not an IV. So just bizarre. Anyway, but yeah, they're all going to go to New York to look for colleges in the tri-state area, all the honor students. And mm-hmm. Davy got to put down her deposit, of course, because even though it's cheap, they are flying Kirkland Air, which is Costco brand. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. But even then, it costs a bunch of money. So Davy got to put down her deposit. Well... This deposit money seems to be going to the repair shop because she goes to Skeeter. <laughs> Skeet or mm-hmm. yeah, cheap skeets. Yeah, cheap skeets. Cheap skeets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he said uh, the paint job would cost one thousand one hundred dollars. Ooh, I would have fell onto the floor. Okay, because I'm not. I'm not spending that type of money on a paint job. Not in high school, at least. Not on an old Subaru either. Yeah, uh, she could buy another Subaru for that amount of money. <laughs> And Google.com is free. I'm very confused why she didn't look this up. That should be your but first maybe... tactic. See, da- no, Davy always has her priorities in the mess in the wrong place because You're when right. she was ready to have sex, she did all the research in the world, right? Um, but now she has to save eleven hundred dollars and she just can't even pick up a book. You know, like I would have figured out a way out of this one. Yeah, there is no way. First of all, imagine me having to talk to someone. Couldn't be me, right? <laughs> talk to a stranger. I can do it, but like, am I going to talk to a stranger as like a 17 year old high schooler? App? No. Mm-mm. No. No. No, not to a mechanic. I mean, so between I her and Fabiola, they should have been able to put their, their heads together. Um, Maybe she could ask Paxton for help. You know, she's just like, uh, I just feel like she wasn't using That's her resources. That's what I'm saying. She was, I think she's just like in, She Ben has got her in a blender so bad that she, yeah. I think she's like tunnel vision on just like Margot mm-hmm. did it and I have no way out of this hellhole. Apparently. Yeah, Ben's, Horrible. Ben's like a hypnotist. I just don't, you know. I mean, that's the only <laughs> way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like a dragon actor for no reason. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so while all of this is happening, let's get to the potty. Um, God, I don't even know storyline. Yeah. This is so random, but it's fine. So Kamala comes home early because all the little kids in her um, in her apartment complex are <laughs> doing or auditioning for Hamilton, the teenage version. So she just can't. Okay. She's like, the Federalist Papers have killed me. So I got to come home uh, early and work, work from home. So <laughs> turns out Pachi has a, a man, a white man uh-huh. at home uh, that she's been seeing on clandestine, unsupervised, unchaperoned dates. Mm-hmm. So and, she she Pachi. emphasizes white man a lot. Correct. Yeah. But I mean, I, I get it. I, I we get it, right? We get it. It's as as the minorities, you know, we really get taught to kind of you know look out for our own, date with our own, just because you know there's not that many of us. That's why we're minorities. Um, yes. However, when it does happen and you step outside of your own, like you know, culture, tribe, whatever the case may be. There are some looks that you might get. You definitely are going to get some feedback that might be negative. And it just feels like Patti is uh, projecting her own thoughts about her situation onto herself because Kamala does not seem bothered by this. She more seems bothered, more confused that Patti is uh, calling herself a gamilf and um, <laughs> and dating somebody and even hiding it from everyone. Who tests her a Ferrari. But before we even get to it, can we talk about this guy? What, mm-hmm. what are you doing, Mindy? 
she had to find an old white man. It wouldn't be Mindy if she didn't find a white character to go with their Indian. It has to be she a white to. Jew, it's of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, because listen, at the end we find out that he's Jewish. I'll just say that. But Mindy, what what's up? Ben's a white Jew. Len's mm-hmm. a white. First of all, their names rhyme. Like Ben and what's, Len. I, yeah. We get it. You have a type, <laughs> and it kills me, right? But. This actor, just because he sucks, right? Like, I want to make that clear. Um, I forgot his name now. And Oh, plays Lynn. Uh, yeah, but anyway, he got fired off of um, the Goldbergs because mm-hmm. um, for really horrible shit. I'll just say that. Really? I don't think I knew that. Oh, oh, yeah, he sucks. Oh, okay. Jeff Garland. Uh, Jeff Garland. I was like, Jeff, Gold. he's not Jeff Goldblum. Anyway, no, yes. No, so, um, yeah, so he is problematic. I don't understand why he was chosen. It just makes no sense because he was associated with a lot of uh, misconduct uh, on the, I think, the Goldbergs and maybe other stuff. And uh, it just makes, I don't know, it just, he's mega problematic. And I yeah. think it was like sexually like issues but i don't want to say for sure yeah allegedly 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 um, allegedly yeah i'm seeing violent um and yeah verbal, verbal and physical conduct is what yeah, I'm seeing yeah 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 um mm-hmm. whatever that means who knows but apparently mindy kaling was okay with it enough to give him this job um yeah maybe that i don't know maybe she did her own investigation who knows <laughs> yeah, basically it was abusive and it is frustrating because when I saw him, I was like, wait a minute, wasn't he fired? So I yeah, you know, I'd be in the know like that. So mm-hmm. I, I gotta look at my Jews and be up on what they're <laughs> up to. So it just and it's crazy because he was also on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So it's just we get it. He's like the curmudgeonly Jew, but I, I don't understand why um a bunch of people have talked to him and talked about him, accused him. And it's just, it's so unfortunate that that was okay for never have I ever to have him. But anyway. Yeah. I think she just couldn't that. find the right old Jewish man. You know, she knew she needed Larry one. David was right there. Was he? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> now, Patsy and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> that'd be I think I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. But Maybe she had to pick can't some... afford him. Yeah, they definitely cannot afford him. And then also, maybe you have to pick somebody who you don't trust. Because throughout this season, at no point do I trust this character. I'm sorry, I just don't. Yeah, 1,000%. He's giving Shady to just down hell. Okay, and I'm tired mm. of it. So, that yeah. And then Kamala, you know, very much is like, who the hell is this white man? But, like, you should, you know, come <laughs> out to the family with it. Like, don't be stressed out. Like, we'll be okay. And while all of that is happening, we Patti does end up coming out to the family about who she's dating. And she's like, I'm a common harlot. I'm so sorry, everyone. But everyone's just happy for her. And they're like, go live your life, queen. But this is going to eventually come out to very horrible things. Uh, and Kamala... They're gonna like ruin her storyline. Let's just well, say that. Well, for one, Patti is being ridiculous because she's Correct. saying, like, disown me if you must. Uh, you know, I'm Patti's a harlot, not. all this other stuff. Well, the thing is, she's projecting because that's exactly how she treated Kamala when Kamala had her secret relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And so and Kamala brings it up, like, remember that time uh with, with, with Manish? And this is the most relatable thing that I've seen is that Patti's like, Nope, don't know what you're talking about. I always liked him. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
Nope, he's great. That's so parents. Yep. Yeah. What? My parents are like that. Like, I I always like that person. Like, no, you didn't. No, you ever did You lie like a rug. Like a rug, damn it. Uh, and so Pajit's like, nope, I always liked Manish. What are you talking about? Where is he? Where is Manish? Mindy? On He's ghost, literally <laughs> and figuratively. Literally. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Okay. And then we also get this moment, which I wanted to bring up, right? Patti talks about how her husband died 20 years ago, and she's mm -hmm. still expected to be, to live the life of a widow and kind of like be, um, yeah, just be, right? Be with their grandchildren mm -hmm. and not like be a passionate sexual, you know, whatever that may mean. I, I don't mean like sex in like penetration, just like. She has no intimacy, right? You're almost yeah. seen, and this is very true in Indian culture. Like you're seen as an, um, you know, once you have children, it's almost like, why are you worried about anything else? Like your kid should be your whole life. Um, there's right. this. I don't know that I would recommend it, but there's this uh, thing on a show on Netflix, or it's a it's a movie, but it's four different short stories in it, and they're called Lust Stories. Um, and they're yeah, they're like black mirror with sex basically because the twists okay. are ridiculous but anyway and they actually talk a lot about this because this is such a big taboo in indian culture where you don't talk about like female intim intimacy you don't talk about like that women deserve love too because if a man was a widow widower he would get to remarry no problem mm -hmm. but this is a lot this is very true of like women and you have to just kind of stay and this is Unfortunately, what Nalini has been doing too. So it's just I I yeah. appreciated them like tackling that. Yeah, and if you notice, it's the older generations that are keeping these these traditions going. So then, when Correct. the younger generation get older, if they continue to let this stuff happen, it will always go. And so this is very much the breaking of a cycle because now if if Nalini or well, Nirmala can see this, where right? if Nirmala can say, okay, there's nothing wrong with this, then. When Melanie goes to, you know, to remarry, then she might, she supports that. Or, you know, if, if something happens and Kamala has to, you know, get into a different relationship later on, you know, you start to see these patterns broken and then it makes, you know, for healthy relationships moving forward. But yeah, generally speaking, this stuff comes from the top down. You know, we just pass down what we know. Um, and then someone has to speak up. And I think them speaking up for Nirmala is for the best here because, I mean, she'll die alone and not even look for love because she'll think she's supposed to. And it's horrible. We everyone deserves if you want it. Everyone deserves mm -hmm. what you want. And if you want partnership and you want companionship, we're not meant to like live alone. Like that's just not who we are. And our life shouldn't just be like taking care of others. Like we deserve to be held mm -hmm. and taken care of as well. So I just I appreciate it and I hope Nolani wakes up from all of this because Patti is blazing the way, okay, for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yes, so it turns out, um, I think those are our yeah stories now. We can leave our side characters away because we're back, back to Maine. Okay, because Davy is now pissed off because she's realized that she has to spend all of her money fixing her car for a new paint job instead of going to New York. And mm -hmm. they're trying to have a conversation about how she's pissed at Margot, la, la, la. But Eleanor is just fully thirsting tongue out like in the comical way and everything for the new hottie ethan and mm -hmm. I, I can't Chappelle. i hate Ethan. yeah he sucks but this is uh this is a high school trope for sure Correct. it's just the the bad boy in quotation marks who 
uh, these girls, especially the good girls, are just like drawn to because it's exciting and they have no business being with that person, but they just can't see it because he might change for them or maybe they don't even they, want them to change. Ladies, maybe they, they will like never, excitement. he will never change for you. <laughs> they, Ever. Sasha, they hear you. They're not going to listen. Oh, um, no. <laughs> but you are not. Uh, but, made. Don't unpack any baggage. They're not going to listen. Uh, you can say whatever you want. They're not going to listen. Um, he, so yeah, and I like that they the show characterizes Ethan as almost a cartoon version of that, right? Like yes. he's not only the bad boy. He is a bad boy. And he's unapologetic. He's not like, yeah. oh, I guess I'll try to do better. He's like, no, actually, I did this. I am. I stole this. I broke this. I vandalized this, and I kissed you, and I wanted to, and that's it. And you're gonna like me for it. And all the girls are like, okay, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> no zero f's given. Right? Like yep. he's like, yep, I I did that. I didn't think I get caught. Is his life goal? And mm -hmm. I, I'm tired of it, Ethan. I'm tired of it. But also, I was—I don't think I was ever attracted to this kind of boy. So maybe that's just me. Um, but here we are. And you know, Eleanor said, "Listen, I gotta get over Trent by getting under Ethan. It's what I yeah. do. It's how I roll. It's yeah. Dua Lipa's principle, which she made up because those it's are not. not the lyrics to that song. Um, I believe no. Dua Lipa's like, uh, don't pick up the phone." Because, uh, you know, Correct. he's already drunk calling you. Or don't let him in. Like, Dua Lipa was actually giving, like, real <laughs> real advice. And um, I think she actually says, if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. But I don't yes. know what she wanted to hear. If you run to him, you ain't getting over him. So wake up. <laughs> right. Wake up. Stand Eleanor up. does not care. No, she's No, done. she's just trying she's to done. validate her feelings. Okay, let's be mm -hmm. clear. And so she, you know, she's like, this is it. This is who I want. All right. So now we get Davey, right? Because Davey's like, yeah, that's my friend's man. Got it. Davey mm -hmm. is now talking to Ben. St this is where I'm like, just stand up. Leave him alone. <laughs> but she's just still, I feel like, fighting for him. Because she's like, how can you be with someone that hates me this much? I thought we were friends. La, la, la. No, stop. Don't make me take Ben's side, Davey. Stop it. It's hard. It's hard not to take Ben's side in a lot of these situations because Davy is not reacting as maturely as she should be. And it's not her mm -hmm. fault either because, I mean, she was put in an awful situation. That episode one would have thrown anybody into a blender, okay? One percent uh, But now that she's in it, you know, I think, I don't, I, at first I thought, I was reading it like she was trying to break up Ben and Margot like as a revenge. You know, yeah, like, oh, well, maybe if I go. that's what I thought too. Yeah, but then it's somewhere it shifted into like, well, why aren't you being better, a better friend to me anyway, Ben? You know, and I was like, mm. oh, there it is again. Those feelings are slipping out and out. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty bad because Davy's never gonna get over this like this. Um, and she's like, Ben is telling her, I know that I have to either take your side or Margot's side, and Margot's my girlfriend. I gotta take her side. I can't fault him for that, Sasha. Yeah, one I agree, unfortunately, because I think we know with Anissa, with Shira, right? Like he has always gotten caught up with Davy when he's been with someone else. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm and I don't think he deserves that, neither does the other girl. But later what he does is what really pisses me off. This for now, I'm like, I think he's right. He's being a grown-up about it. It is well, okay. He let Davy cook him up because he was standing his ground. And then next mm. thing I know, he's talking to Margo like, are you sure? I know. Are you positive it wasn't you who did this? Are you, you, 
like I you could tell me, you could tell me, and she's like, You don't trust me. You trust Davy, who we know is insane. You trust Davy over me, and that's a problem. And before he could even like they could really talk it through, she gets dragged to the principal's office because Davy has overheard that apparently her alibi wasn't good and that uh she was not with Miss Nooney was time. out being a doula. Yeah. Right. And so that proves in Davy's mind that Margot is guilty. And so now Margot's at the principal's office again and Ben goes with her this time, which is odd. <laughs> yeah, it's just he he's he's gonna he's ride or die standing up Stand for by his, his woman. woman. Yes. Yeah. As he she goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he go he gonna wait for her until she get out. Prison bay. <laughs> Yes, it, it, stick stick beside her while she do her bid. <laughs> Correct. Okay, he's gonna ride or die for real. Honestly, who else can he get? A Davey? real one. Yes, Ben. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So they're they're in they're you know the SmackDown's about to be laid down. Principal Grubbs mm-hmm. is like, like, listen, I know you lied. I know what happened. And then it's almost like they just press pause on the conversation because while that's happening and while Ben is like, damn, maybe Davey was right, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and Margo's like, you don't trust me. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, okay. They're pausing. And oh, my God. Ethan is in the class. Uh, they're in Spanish mm-hmm. class. And I'm tired, right? I'm tired because Ethan is just so disrespectful. And I don't think I'm a teacher's pet, but I don't like teachers be or authority figures necessarily being mad at me. So I could mm. never. I'd be like, this guy's a dickhead because uh, he's yeah. just like constantly pushing uh, the te- the Spanish teacher's buttons, and um, he obviously speaks Spanish fluently. So he goes mm. and writes, "I have three turtles in Spanish." And lo and behold, the three turtles has a lot of teas in it. And it has the same mm. psychopath teas as Davy's car. The cross on these teas is so low that Ethan writes like low. a third grader. Yeah. 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 He, he just he writes so poorly. Uh, it it's really is a shame that this man has made it this far in life. Uh maybe I don't I just don't know how he did it and got this far in school, but this is him. And uh yeah. He uh, calls uh, Senora Diaz a bitch, a stupid bitch, at some point in Spanish and in English because, you know, he does know both languages. Uh, but this is the thing that uh, that keys Davy into, the fact that Ethan is uh, the culprit. He did it. She even asked him point blank, like, did you vandalize my car? He's like, oh, yeah, Quick it was your question. car? <laughs> yeah. Was I thought it car? was Senora Diaz, <laughs> whatever her name is, Senora Diaz. Diaz, yeah. Yeah. No. How do you not hit someone right that's what i'm saying at that point davy's supposed to dive across the table and just start punching them yeah like it, it, the mean girls right where they're like this is yes this is the cafeteria it's the jungle and it's like people jumping over <laughs> the yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping over the tables that should have at least been the cutaway because my god mm-hmm. or yep. the fantasy whatever you want to call it because i'm tired yeah, he unapologetically admits this. You know, just like, yeah, I did it. And uh, he says it to where Senor Diaz can hear him. Uh, then he says it in Spanish as Senor Diaz, uh, yeah, really in a funny way, is like, yeah, and if you're going to say it, at least say it in Spanish, in Spanish class. Um, but yeah, now. Said, I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, bold, bold move. Um, but yeah, Davy realizes that she screwed up. So she, she, you know, I feel like grown up. This is our girl being grown up because she could have sat on it. 
but she which, did it. Which we've seen her do in the past. Yeah. Remember, uh, remember the Anissa storyline? Davy let that go on for a way. Like she helped look for the person who did it. Correct. She was in, the, but you know, she learned. Our girl has learned from her mistakes. And she's like, I can't let another Ben's girlfriend go down for this. <laughs> oh, it's a pattern. And pattern. she runs into the principal's office and she tells, you know, a principal grub is like, listen, like this is. I know who actually did it. I can't believe Principal Grubb said, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm tired of your shit. You have ruined I, all of our lives. I can. I believe it. David does this every year. Every year, <laughs> we're in here behind something that David had made up. Then we're chasing down people. We're suspending people by mistake. David's getting people's kick. Basically, people are like dropping out of school to get away from Davy. Uh, you know, she 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 almost ruined Aniso's entire life. Now she's doing this to Margot. Honestly, Davy, I don't care who you're about to pin this on. We've done this already. I've seen enough. You can go. I'm tired, right? We're all tired. <laughs> but I, I just feel like, you know, as like right is right, wrong is wrong. Mm. This genius Ethan should have gotten in trouble. That's all I'm saying. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But it's, I guess it's fine because he's got, Davy got this. Okay. So Davy is trying to apologize, but she gets the lashings from everyone. And Margo's also like kind of pissed at Ben and being like, so you don't trust me. Like, is, is that what happened? Like, what's going on? But they're still kind of like together at this point. So fine. Davey runs into Ben at the lockers later and apologizes, right, for the mix-up. And Ben says, listen, Margo has asked me not to talk to you anymore. Um, so we're kind of done being friends. And Davey's like, what the hell? So this, again, Dwight Howard, I hate you. Mm -hmm. You have ruined everything for everyone. Um, and yeah, that is, that's it. And Davey goes on a spiral. But he, this is what I mean. Be a grown up, right? If you're going to make decisions, stand by them. Don't be a spineless jellyfish and blame mm -hmm. Margo. Yeah, for sure. He, him saying Margo doesn't think it's a good idea if we talk. That's definitely being like, okay, trying to figure out a way to tell Davey, I don't want to talk to you anymore without taking the blame for it. He definitely should have taken, uh, you know, the accountability. Just been like, look. I've already told you once before, we're not good together. This is proof. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. uh, but he doesn't have it in him. I think he can tell Davey's going through and he doesn't want to hurt her yeah. feelings. Um, and yeah, but still, still, I, I still, I think the decision to not talk to Davey is the correct decision, but he definitely didn't handle it the right way. And don't pit women against each other. Like, just mm -hmm. be a grown up. I don't, I yep. don't appreciate it at all. So, of course, that's the end. Davey is, you know, the, the, the anger meter has, has gone above the head now and she immediately goes over to ethan and i love it all of the hot pocket can get it at this point they're all getting killed because she's yelling at him takes a skateboard he gives you f's because he has multiple at home and then that little short one she just towers over him and she's like do you want to know why they call me crazy baby I, he, yeah. I bet you he doesn't, punk. And yeah. she yells at him and she says, you better fix my car. Right. And she thinks that she did something here. And I'm very proud of her for still standing up for herself because there's no reason why David should have to pay for this if we know Ethan did it. Mm -hmm. Comma, but later on, Ethan pulls up at the crib and he is going to fix the car. He texts her, I'm outside. She comes outside and they talk about it. And he's like, I got this spray, this can of spray. 
it'll make the paint go away. There's no problem here. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. Obviously, Skeet was trying to get over on her. But more importantly, when he when she yelled at him in the hallway, he liked it. He liked how angry she was. It turned him on. And now he is looking at Davey like, uh, yeah, like uh, he wants a piece of that. And she might have a crush on him too now just because of the desire he has for her. That's our girl. Uh, listen, if you like me, I like you back. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hot. Let's be clear, I guess. But I just, I'm not my type. But, you know, it is what it is. Because I'm just like, he just can't stop calling women bitches. We don't want this, Davy. But no, nope, she said, you think I'm kind of hot? Well, I think you're kind of hot. <laughs> yep. And now we're going to have a clandestine lunch or something like that between the two of them. Uh but yeah, this is bad because she knows that Eleanor also has a crush on him um, as well. And so it wouldn't be David if we didn't have random ass drama behind the boy. And so here we are. Yeah. And this time again with her friend. Why? Right? Like we just wrapped up with Margo, another girl. Now we're jumping into you versus Eleanor. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate this for my girl. Yeah. And of course, we end this episode with Paxton's back. Hello, welcome. He has an interview for a swim instructor for the assistant swimming coach position. So you only need a, co- a, a high school degree or diploma, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's yeah, probably right. Because he's probably not going to teach yeah. a class. He's probably just there, like on a like, you know contract or whatever. I don't know. But I definitely was shocked to see this. Uh, Davy shocked. She asked him if he even gave college a chance, and for a second he kind of tries to pull like that's very elitist of you to think that college. Like Paxton, you know what the hell she's talking about. Don't play. You you've been gone for three days. Yeah, Pat, you know college could not be for everyone, but after three days, it does feel like you didn't give it a shot. But he's back now. Yeah, and listen, the Paxton storyline is. Again, they're doing my boy so bad because he is very much the trope of the the uh, attractive um, jock, right, that peaked in high school and that's just taking Mm -hmm. many L's. So we see Paxton, you know, being there for Trent and being a good friend. But besides that, he's going to parties with high schoolers. He um, isn't really connecting with any of the teachers, but we see the new substitute, you know, maybe – we see it, okay? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And we get a moment of finally Paxton, like, just being, or overhearing people being like, oh, this is a has-been. Yeah, yeah. He, he at first, thinks he's, he's still the king of the school. He thinks he came back to a place that he was comfortable. Mm-hmm. He was getting a warm reception. He got invited to the parties. But um, Lindsay, the new uh, substitute teacher, yes. he, he does try to, Tell him, like, hey, you know, it might be tough around here knowing that you, you know, are the person who, quote unquote, peaked in high school. He doesn't believe it until he's forced to hear it from, you know, like overhear it in the parking lot. And so now Paxton is in a blender, too, because he has to figure out what's next for him. You know, like, should he have stayed in college? Should he have come back to uh, to Sherman Oaks? We don't even know. Yeah. And I think this is what... Um... I just I I want best better for Paxton right I feel like he's tried really hard we've saw actually all last season where he just worked so hard to get where he needed to be on education and not his swimming laurels so I just I want better for him I, I don't want him to just be like this is comfortable and be stuck here he, he doesn't deserve that his 
character yeah. doesn't deserve that. But but I get it. I think it is also normal, right, for someone to feel this way. And I, and I think it's okay to show that. That college isn't for everyone. But then lean into it, right? Like, it's, right. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that at the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, also maybe foreshadowing for Davey. Who knows? So with... Uh, mm, and then, you know, so that's like the Paxton storyline, right? Like, un- unless there's anything else we need to talk to about him. No, Not he's yet. just there for, no, he's just there for Trent, you know, and when Trent needs him. Yeah. That's always cool to see because Trent was very mm-hmm. concerned that Paxton was going to leave him behind. Um, And turns out, no, he's back and it, the, the two buddies are back together. And I think Trent needed him a lot around this time and Paxton probably needed Trent too. Correct. Um, yeah, I'm 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 grateful that this is all back together as well. Because mm-hmm. I, I just I, I like their interactions and Trent deserves someone to make him feel loved. Oof. Um, and then all of that's happening, all right. But let's get into the adult storyline a little now. Cause the yeah, adult never never yes. have you ever liked the bad boy, Sasha? Yeah. Uh that- no, I'm not into that. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about it. I was like, actually, no, I'm the bad boy. Karthik is your into. bad boy. Karthik is your bad boy. Stop it. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's an engineer. <laughs> I have been the bad boy. Yeah, me. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm the bad yeah. boy, they date, not the other way around. I have but been I the also bad boy. know a type, so that's why. Yeah, I've been the bad boy, but I've also not been the bad boy. It just depends. It depends on the situation. Sometimes people are too good, and then I'm bad, like by comparison. But for the most part, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty, you know, tame. Yeah, that that's what happens to me. Where it's like they're just a really good person, and again, I have criteria. Even when I was young, so I'm never gonna date a douche. But it just mm-hmm. there's only room for one douche. That's me. So yeah, yeah, I'm the bad boy that they like, maybe. <laughs> But yes, so in episode four, you know, it's really the adults kind of making some moves here where we we just a lot of physical comedy because we're Melanie's on her way to work and she just slips and rolls down the stairs. Yep. Which if you're in a Bollywood movie, everyone, um, just know that there is a very famous Bollywood scene where this woman um, from Hamsat Sat. No, no. Oh, my God. Me, well, I forgot the name. Hold on. It'll come back to me. But anyway, she like falls down the stairs and dies. And she's like a pregnant woman. Oh, so, my God. Um, yes. Yeah, so her sister and so her husband is now a widower. And her sister, who is the main actress, has to marry her brother-in-law, you know, because it's like keeping in the same family kind of moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in fact, that the the main actress is in love with the brother-in-law's brother. Oh, messy. So Very that messy. is the yeah, that is the story. Look at the um, stairs doing the work. Yeah. So when, every time I see Indians falling down the stairs, that is all I will think of for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. Uh, but anyway, so it's just I was like, oh, dramatic. Let's do it. And while all of that is happening, turns out they have a termite infestation. And don't worry, Len, Shady Len has had a contractor to help figure out the series. Don't worry. OK, the stairs are going to get fixed because Len is a platinum, right? Like Yelp reviewer. So mm-hmm. we're all good. And Patti got it covered. But can I just say, okay, in mm-hmm. California, 
trying to find a contractor is truly horrible. And okay. I actually understand this struggle where you're just at the mercy of them. I, mm. w- trying to redo my backyard, wanted to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Because, uh, you know, throughout this episode, we do see that uh, Melanie is struggling with her contractor. Mm-hmm. But she really doesn't have anywhere else to turn to. So she kind of has to deal with them. Uh, so later on in the episode, they have to have it out. But he still has to finish this job. Because who else are they going to call? Correct. Ghostbusters at this point, because my God. So yes, it's a termite infestation. And after Davy falls, uh, Nalini says, okay, I got I got to fix it. I got it. So no, turns out the contractor is Mr. Ramos, of course, has to be yeah. right. Because our guy has mm-hmm. to come back. And I love that Mr. Ramos with his little sexism is like, oh, uh, who, you know, don't fix, stick your husband at me. And it's like, no, I am the husband. I'm the man of the house. Are you going to fix this or not? And he's like, fine, I'll fix it. Right. We have a little back and forth, which I was like, ooh, an enemies to lover trope. I love it. I'm yeah. here for it. My mom has pulled the I am the mom, uh, I, I am the husband card before on people, you know, when it was really? just me and her. Yeah, definitely. Because like people try to take advantage of women and yes, especially, like, moms. And my mom's like, no, 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 no. There will be like, oh, like, oh yeah, we'll have your husband come up here and talk to the coach to the basketball team or blah, blah, blah. But I was like, nope, I'll be there. Thanks. You know, and, and she handles it. It's embarrassing, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. but she handles it. So I'll take it, whatever. As long as it gets done. That's correct. Yeah, like I have to be very careful about what I complain to my mom about because it will get handled. Mm-hmm. Like as a Libra, she's very passionate about justice. So okay, she'll remember everything. Yeah. And she's just like, no, this person did you wrong. Like, it, did I tell you about the time my mom? Yeah. My mom is very clear about this. This is super off topic. But someone did my mom dirty because my mom is learning tap dance. Like I shared. Okay. Uh, I think I told a few people. But anyway, my mom's learning tap dance. And she got the instructor asked her to sit down because the class is too hard for her. Wow. I literally was like, let me fight this bitch. <laughs> uh, this stupid bitch. Let me write it on her car. But my mom um remembered it, right? Like the Libra she is. And everyone else in the class did like encourage her after that song was done. And the woman like kind of apologized. But then my mom is so petty that the next time she went to class and that song came on, my mom was like, oh, do you want me to sit down? She said it in front of the whole class. <laughs> yep. We look, look, I love a good petty re- response. You know, Correct. you started it, I'm gonna finish it every time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we my mom doesn't suck. She's a good dancer. But yeah, so that's my mom. So I am embarrassed and I will not tell her unless I need her to intervene because she will intervene and end it all. Yeah. Well, we see that pettiness in this episode too, right? Correct. Uh, later on, the stairs don't get fixed. It's days in go fact, by. No. Yeah, they're all out. <laughs> Basically, they just removed the stairs from the house altogether, so they can't even get to the to the top floor, which I didn't even know you could do. But they did it and right. it's done, uh, to where they have to go track down Mr. Ramos, uh, Andres, as we uh, will find out later on, uh, because he needs to finish this project. And he's been gone for five days. Davey used her Gen Z powers to go find him. And then it turns out he's at a different construction site. So he's just completely just left them for dead, basically. Um, and Melanie has to pull up on him. So when she does, Sasha, I was not res- I was not expecting the response of well, what would we end up getting, which is I was just being petty. Like I didn't think he was just gonna come out and say it. 
Yeah, because here's the thing. I think they both have a like heart to heart, right? That oh, we both are raising single, like we're both single parents raising daughters, extremely dramatic daughters. And mm-hmm. I felt like you know, Mr. Ramos was going hard for Margot, and I was like, Melanie, step up, like please, because <laughs> he's doing it all, and you're not. But anyway, so I felt like they had a heart to heart. That's why I think he felt okay to kind of share that, like, yeah, I was being petty. I'll, I'll be there next week. I promise. So, mm. so, which again, most contractors wouldn't be honest. I'll tell you that. Nope. No, no, no. Okay. They don't yeah. care. Honestly, people should be getting in. Fuck the STEM stuff. You should be getting into like trade and contracting. That's where the money is. And mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. Like, let me tell you. And even not for money, just to protect yourself. You know, like you should know how to know how to just do basic maintenance on your car. No other basic maintenance on your home because the first time you call these people, like it's just we saw it in the first episode or the second episode. Davy is almost taking advantage of uh, because of the paint thing, right? It's like you could just bought a spray. These men and you know contractors in general will take advantage yeah. of you, especially if you're a woman. Uh, but they will take advantage of you because they think, oh, you don't have any other place to go to get this information. So yeah, if you got some time. Just do some research. Just uh, before you call somebody, just Google it. I'm not saying you know all the answers, but be informed of what other people are saying because these people will take over and they will take. And YouTube is a great, great help with that because yeah, we literally had to call someone to fix our washing machine because the water wasn't draining, and he said five hundred dollars just to come out, just to come, (laughs) just to come, and. Uh, thank god i have a like an engineer that knows how to like put stuff together so he's like i got it and he fixed it (laughs) fixed the whole thing so it's unfortunate but here we are so yeah i agree with you i think you have to have someone in the house that can fix stuff because by god these people love to take advantage and that's what mr ramos was doing i don't appreciate it but they you know they almost put his ass on the news for scam Mm -hmm. busters so he he didn't want that he said, I got to protect my small business. My my uh, person of color ran a small business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we do see some 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 little little embers going, mm-hmm. but but we don't know yet what happens here. Melanie loves a single dad. Boy. <laughs> the moment you say, like, oh, yeah, I, too, have a child. She's like, really? Okay. Because I, so, I think she did, like, I can relate to you a little bit better. Yes. So it's easier for her to go in. I, I, I see what she'd be saying. It's just so funny that the, we just did this with Common, and now we're doing it again with Mr. Ramos. It's like, oh, you have a child, you say. Okay. Put down the Instagram. <laughs> put, put down the, the, the uh, scam busters. I think we can talk this out. Um, so it, it softens her heart a lot of times. Oh, my God. I agree 100%, right? And I just couldn't stop laughing at all of it because it's just so silly that just because, you know, his wife left him, it doesn't equal he's like a good man, right? Like, that's all I'm saying. His wife was shitty. She left him and Margo. But Nalini said, single parent, single dad, I'm in. I'm with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I, look, I do a thing there. She has a type. She has a type. Let her do a thing. At least it's a it's a person of color. She's bars <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that yeah, that's like our adult storyline, right? Like I think that's <laughs> that's it for the adults. So we now get Davy and Ethan time, um, which shouldn't happen, okay? Because we wake yeah. up. 
or not we wake up davy we the opening scene is a <laughs> is a sex dream i hate to say it yuck um that davy's in detention and it's not a paxton thing to take off the shirt with one hand it's a davy thing because that's what ethan does too not as smooth as paxton mm -hmm. But but he does it. We see the chiseled torso, which I was like, John McEnroe narrating this is so gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> and then I love that the the sex dream is quickly put come to a halt because Ethan says, yeah, you're a bad girl, too. You put books on the floor. It's horrible. My heart breaks. You put books on the floor and... You go behind your friend's back and you stab her in the back because she likes me. Sex dream over. Yeah, but that is the case. You know, uh, he did not lie. Uh, that's the thing. Davy is attracted to Ethan, but she's also attracted to this bad aspect of it. She just won't admit it. And this sex dream is highlighting that. Like Ethan is saying, you think I'm such a bad boy. And that's probably true. But you're a bad girl. And I think that is just so uncomfortable to watch. I was like, so dear God, get me out of this episode. Like if yeah. anyone ever was like, you're a bad girl, I'll slap you. <laughs> like, shut the hell up. Nah, call me a bad boy. I don't mind. So, here you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Next live event, you know how to get. Get him a drink and then say, you're a bad boy. And then, and then get me another one. <laughs> Oh man, maybe you'll get something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh God, what are we doing? Okay. <laughs> so, so Davy is trying to, you know, avoid Ethan at all costs. And she's like, I'm trying to get, you know, him out of my head. And the best way to do it, I think, if is Eleanor starts dating <laughs> Ethan. Girl. Yeah. She's like, if he's it just off makes limits. No sense. Well, I think she just feels like he's he's still. He's still available. And maybe if he's yes. unavailable, she won't do it. But like, Davey, come on, man. She she's he should be unavailable because he's an asshole who who like vandalized your car and curses out the teachers. And on top of that, Eleanor already likes him and has identified that she wants to make a move at him. Uh, but that's not enough. Davey's like, if you ain't got a ring on it, then I don't I don't acknowledge you as uh <laughs> as taken. So she's uh like, okay, well, you gotta lock down Eleanor. And then I won't have to be like tempted to come after you. Um, so they end up go, uh, going to a party. Ethan basically invites Davy to the party, and like through proxy, yeah. she invites Fab and uh, and Eleanor. Yeah, you should roll through. That's it. That's all he says. Like no other anything. And everyone is very excited. A beer party. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I can't. They've been to I'm these sorry. before. It kills me. Yeah. yeah. Um and. At the party, all hell breaks loose, everyone. Like, by God. Because they're at the party. Eleanor is trying really hard to hit on um, hit on Ethan. But Trent and her are having some awkward tension running between them. It's too much. And Ethan is suspiciously close to Davy. But she she's like, let, let me pull away. Let me, let me be. Let me not talk to mm -hmm. you. And she goes out side because um asking because she's pushing eleanor onto him right so she's like come on go do it yeah. and she goes outside well turns out when he goes outside ethan comes out and ethan's like joining them all very sweet um ethan's like i see you're alone we knew what was gonna happen 
And he said, yeah. can I kiss you? Yeah, <laughs> this is bad. And he says, you want to make out? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, does she even answer was consent enthusiastically given me thinks right not, but I it's okay it I guess. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. body yeah, language like, is part of it yeah she met him more she more than met him halfway on the kiss uh and she even stops to kind of look around to see if eleanor is looking the coast is clear and then she continues to kiss this man only to then get caught by eleanor yeah she tried right she was like let me pull away let me be a good person until I'm not. And Eleanor does see it. <laughs> and this is where I was like, let's fight, Ethan, right? It's on site. Because Davey's like, but he likes me. He's been giving me vibes all party and all week, blah, blah, blah. And Eleanor's like, really? Really? Because guess what? He just kissed me. I was done. Fell on the floor. Um, Ethan is I an all-time character. It. Now, this man is an amazing character. Because when Eleanor shows up, the first thing out of uh, Ethan's mouth when he gets caught is, Eleanor, we were just talking about you. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And then only like five seconds later, like, oh, yeah, and you were just kissing her. Y'all were just making out. Um, I don't know. I thought this might be an issue for Davy and Eleanor. In the past, we've seen, you know, relationship struggles, like kind of drive a wedge between them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy this didn't stretch out any longer than it did. Yeah. Oh, one <laughs> It's just none of this makes sense. I'm tired of Ethan. So the girls do decide, right, that, hey, let's stay away, right? Fabiola says, listen, I know it's easiest for me to do this, but we've never let a boy come in between us. So let's not do it again, please, okay? Let's And again, I know it's easy for me. I love it. I love how she keeps pushing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, please, okay, let's let's leave them be. Please, let's let's leave it. So I appreciate that. I loved it. And they decide, okay, we're gonna let the boys be. And we also have a Professor Thompson, right? Which you alluded to earlier. She's now the new AP lit teacher who also was trying to put Ben and Davy together. But Ben is like, I want to know from the whole class, not just Ben, uh, not just Davy. Which, again, in normal times, Ben would be like, I hate everyone. So, yeah, I get the smartest person in class. Let's do that. Yeah. But no. He can't, he can't deal with Davey. I, I got to defend Ben again here because Davey is still yelling about their bad sex yeah. in the middle of the classroom. Oh my- you got to get away from me. You got to get away from me, Davey. We cannot keep talking about this. Not in class, not in front of all my friends or people that we know and the teacher. And Margot doesn't even like you. You got to go. Oh, it's so bad. Like, I cannot believe she's like, I mean, I know we had bad sex. Davy, shut up. Shut the hell up. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Because if that phone call gets made home, like if Principal Grubbs has to call Nelani and say, hey, Davy keeps yelling about their bad sex, Davy will die. Davy will be dead, and that's the end of the season. That's what I'm saying. Like, she will throw you down the non-existent stairs. You will be in in Like, that would be you. You're going to be the sister. Like, stop. I don't want this for you. Oh, my God. Like, I'm talking. Like, it just, the raft, right? Like, they use your brain. I know your prefrontal cortex is not developed 100%, but, like, you're still smarter, allegedly, than a lot of your peers. So, like, what is the reason? <laughs> the hormones didn't kicked in. You know, that's a different monster. The hormones kick in. And the, the logic goes way out of the window, and she's lost it. 
Yeah. What What is that show with the hormone monster? Yes. Um. Uh, is it? Oh human my resources. god. No. Yeah, human resources. That's yeah, what that's it was called. Yeah, they have that and Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah, that's it, what I'm. It's thinking. the same like a uh, universe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm thinking of yeah. Big Mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With mm-hmm. my uh, Maya Rudolph. Yes, exactly. Bubble bath. Yeah, uh, that that <laughs> is a John McEnroe for Davy, I guess. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. So yeah, and it again, it just it doesn't stop because Margot then tells Ben uh, that you know, like I want you to know that like I don't care that you're not talking to Davy. Oh boy, oh boy, and Davy overhears it, and she knows that it was Ben all along. Yeah, and Ooh. this hurts her feelings, but again, it's like she she can't even be that mad. It's like it's like okay. Maybe you've been tripping. He does need to get his distance. Yeah, it makes Ben, you do look weak. But aside from that, there's really nothing Davy can do here. So she decides to um to break her pact with Eleanor and to go make herself feel better by going after uh Ethan, who we know that she still likes a little bit. And who invited her to go watch him skate. And again, this could never be me. Like watching a man do something and just being the cheerleader is just I'd rather gouge my eyes out. And I know like that's a supportive spouse, like parent, not parent. <laughs> <laughs> that's what supportive people do. But I think I would only do that for my child. I don't think I could Damn. do it for anyone else. I'm horrible. <laughs> that's funny. I like I, I don't know. Good. Yeah, I don't know if she was trying to be supportive or if she was just trying yeah. to be seen. She's just trying to be That's present. valid. You're right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if some boy was like, come watch me throw a ball, I would literally throw myself down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new thing. Our new thing on Never Have I Ever uh, podcast. We should be like, yeah, you should get thrown down the stairs. I'll send I'll send you the, the clip. It's so dramatic. Like the music and she's nine months pregnant. Like it's too much. That, that, uh, that movie part. Anyway, so she goes, shows up, okay? And Lo and behold, who is there but Eleanor? <laughs> she beat it to it. Woo! Because Eleanor is out here thirsting. And look, you know, maybe Eleanor will get her torso shot too. They're, we're all just, you know, floating down the thirst sea here. So they're both arguing. And Eleanor is like, listen, I kissed him first. He came up to me first. So I deserve him over Trent. And while they're like arguing because Davy then you know kind of just like pours her heart out and she's like I deserve him because it's been with situation was Ben is so bad I had bad sex but I'm in hell okay and I, I want him just give me him give me Ethan and the, uh, Eleanor shares why she deserves him and in that time Davy gets knocked out knocked over rather by a one of the other skater boys and Trent heard the entire conversation and poor Trent he's like you kissed someone already oh you know again I'm with Trent it's been like a day Eleanor damn this man proposed to you and you're like we should still be together but also the moment we break up you're gonna move on I get why she tried to move on she's obviously just trying to get her mind off of this relationship that she just left um, which is what she ends up saying. But if I'm Trent, oh yeah, I'm pissed because I'm thinking Ethan was there while we were dating. How long have you wanted to kiss this man? You know, I, I saw the growth spurt. I seen the abs. You, how long you been wanting this man? You know, and so 
Ah, my boy Trent, his heart is broken. He looks so sad. This is, I like the actor because he really like he look really looks like a sad child in this moment. Yes, one thousand percent. And it's so sad because then um when Paxson and Trent are, you know, just talking through his feelings, I just Trent goes, Well, I still like her. And it's such unfortunate that she moved on so easily when I am just wondering if she's looking at the same moon I am or a different moon, but you know, a moon nonetheless. And it's just yeah. oh, so like I was just like, yeah, but then turns out Eleanor does back off and she says, e you can have Ethan, baby. I think you need this because I actually don't want him. I still want Trent because I stay up at night wondering if he's looking at the moon. Oh, I lost it. I love this. This is love. This is a kind of rom-com shit I'm into. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm with Trent, though. Trent. Don't you do it. Don't you go back. You know, like uh, go look, back, Trent. You, you don't have to go back. We don't have to do this. Look at a different moon, <laughs> as they say. Um No, why? They both I, like look, each other. Yeah, she turned out your proposal and now she's kissing all other dudes. Trent, you could you move on, Trent. Stand up. You, Not you, this. You, How dare you? Don't drop your crown, king. <laughs> How dare you? He is the king. That's why he should go back to find the queen. But he needs to find a letter. Queen. It will be led astray by these plebes. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> a queen wouldn't be led astray, Sasha. That Trent, do better. Happens do all right. to the best of us. Okay. <laughs> you see some washboard abs and you lose your mind. <laughs> oh my god. Come back, Trent. <laughs> Trent has to play the baby. Come back to me. Baby, I don't want to be yeah. free. <laughs> yes. Um Oh Whoop. God! Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um... we'll see what happens here. But you know, we do. Mm -hmm. We know that they're both pining for each other. But you know, TLDR, Davy can have Ethan. Yeah, and that's and, uh, wild. Yeah, because now Davy actually has a guy that wants her back. You know, we've seen Davy and all these like she likes him, but he doesn't like her, or they really hate each other, but they're gonna get together. Look, she identified a guy. He identified her. He's not uh he's not this uh what is it the the science kid from last uh last season or whatever um yeah, yeah slug boy so you know <laughs> this this could yes. work yes yeah this could work um and now they're kissing and stuff they like each other and they both agree that they're only gonna kiss each other so they are exclusively kissing each other that's where we leave them and this was big for Davy. That I feel that she drew a line, right? She wasn't just like a hot boy likes me, so I'm gonna like just go along with it. She's like, no, here's a boundary, and you're not gonna cross it. Period. So I just I love that. I like it. I appreciate it. And I think it's maybe it's gonna get hot and steamy for episode yeah. four. We will Which, see. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I guess we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> yeah, listen, high schoolers having sex, apparently. That's it. That's all we're going to be worried about lately. But it's just, it's, Davey finally deserves something good. And mm -hmm. at the end of these two episodes, we're, we're seeing that things are, like, landing a little bit into place. Will they yeah. be wrecked the next episode? We shall see. But for now, uh, Davey does get the hot boy that she deserves because she's a hot girl. And Ben can kick rocks. Poor Margo. I think Margo deserves better. And maybe Margo should end up with someone else. 
I don't know. I think uh, Ben's doing his best with Margot. Uh, he, you know, Mar- he, he, he's trying his best to be a good friend to Davey and to be a good boyfriend. And that's hard because Davey makes it hard. Um, and so I can't, I can't fault him too much. You know, he's known Davey his whole life and she's coming to him saying, you should be a better friend to me to your girl. You know, your girlfriend vandalized my car. He's trying. He's just in a tight spot. I give him a little grace here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still weird. And they were just <laughs> that's all. But anything else from this episode? Paxton does overhear um Chappelle that, you know, the boy's making fun of him. I mean, like, oh, he's a has been, which is now, you know, gonna I think change the trajectory a little bit of Paxton. Uh, but uh, like or his like at least his mindset on everyone thinks I'm cool. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's where we leave our characters. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, two was three episodes down and seven yes. more to go. So uh, we're gonna have a good time talking about it. Uh, like I said, this is probably right before the real drama starts, so it's about mm-hmm. to get weird, and it's gonna be a fun time talking about it. I'm sure we'll be yelling a lot more like we did in episode one. Yeah, I think it's we're about to get a lot of headache <laughs> coming mm-hmm. up because episode four is just I it's pissed me off. Let's just say that. So with that, Chappelle, if we have nothing else, make sure you're leaving us, again, that five-star, that glorious five-star review. We would appreciate it. Subscribe to our Never Have I Ever by Silent Podcast feed. And Chappelle, where can the people find you? People can find me on Twitter for the time being, at Chappelle's underscore show, tweeting out the links to all the stuff we're doing. Uh, This week on Nothing But Netflix, I'll be podcasting about Wham!, the uh, Wham! documentary on Netflix. Me and Rob will take care of that. I guest on uh, Community Building this week on Post Show Recaps to talk about Community Season 6, Episode, I want to say, 3 and 4. And then uh, I also am on Post Show Recaps talking about The Walking Dead at the moment. Um, and then uh, potentially have some uh, Below Deck stuff coming up, too. But I guess I'll let you talk about that. <laughs> yes. Oh, if we heard it here first, I guess. But, yeah, we. Uh, as for me, you can find me over on Robin's podcast, uh, Mess Magnet, where I am chatting pop culture news, uh, anything ridiculous, vibes only, celebrity mess, it's there. Um, why are we, you know, Britney got smacked in the face. Like things are, things are happening. Celebrities are being weird. Check all of that out. Um, we were off this week for below deck, uh, sailing yet, but Rob and I will be back next week on Bravo TV wrap ups and over on post show recaps. I'm covering secret invasion with Jason Reed and everything else I'm doing. Just follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore Oh four. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.